Welcome to the Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast. I am Becca Kephart, back with another feature interview podcast. And y'all, I am so excited for you to get to hear from Alex Chavez. Alex started Empowered Disc Golf, which is a video media disc golf company, and it's fantastic. And she had just a lot of great things to say that I think you'll be inspired by and hopefully want to emulate as well. So, hey, I just checked, and currently for the United States Women's Disc Golf Championship taking place in September, there are currently 77 pro women signed up. That's awesome. That's a lot. And 145 total, but there is still room for more. Let's get this thing over 200. Let's make this the biggest USWDGC ever out in Virginia. It's going to be great. All right, so let's do a rundown of the eight tiers and big tournaments over the weekend. And really the whole week, because Pro Masters Worlds took place all week last week out at Smuggler's Notch, and Elaine King wins FP40 to take home her eighth world title. That is amazing. She won by 15 strokes in FP40, and just what a legend. What a fantastic player, fantastic person, fantastic advocate for the sport and for women's disc golf. And it's just really, really cool to see her uh, just continue to tear it up. So inspirational life goals. I, I tell you what, like looking through all the scores for this weekend and this past week, I am inspired because the women over 40 are just destroying at disc golf and their ratings are incredible. They're playing incredible. I just hope when I get there, maybe I can be half as good. That would be fantastic. Sue Stevens took second place at Pro Masters Worlds. And if you haven't seen it yet, go check out Central Coast Disc Golf's channel and you can see her skip ace that she got. That is super cool. Uh, so happy that got filmed. So congratulations to Sue as well. And Natalie Holokoy out of Switzerland took third place and Sandy Gast took fourth in FP55. So Pam, I have seen your name. I have watched you on coverage and your last name in my head, I don't think is how it's really pronounced. So my apologies in advance. Pam Reinecke. And everyone can get at me in the comments because I'm sure there are lots and lots of people that will tell me if I said that even remotely correctly. But Pam wins over Christine Hillstern by two strokes. That was a really fun battle. So congratulations to Pam and Christine. In FP60, Lori Cloys Chupa won. And that completes our winners in the female divisions at Pro Masters Worlds. Congratulations to all the competitors. Their first day was rough. Really, really terrible weather, like 35 mile per hour winds and rain. I talked to Kim Janola and she said it was pretty much the worst weather she has ever played disc golf in. And it wasn't great. But thankfully, after that, the weather cleared up and they had some nicer days. And I would love to go play disc golf in Vermont. It looks like a beautiful, wonderful place when the weather is not terrible. Terrible. All right. Over in Finland was the Toonie, which is another dream location and tournament of mine. And congratulations to Jenny Eskalinen. She won over uh, Kristen Tatar by just one stroke. Kristen had a little bit of an off tournament. Those happen. I'm sure Kristen will be back battling. Uh, she posted a great post on Instagram and her next tournament is the Estonian Open, uh, which is fantastic. I'm excited to see that next stop of the Euro Tour. And Heidi Lane took third place 
And then Maris Parenti and Likey Sandvik tied for fourth. And hopefully I said Likey's name right too, because that's another name that I say in my head that I'm not sure is right. But she is an up and coming player and really starting to tear it up. And it's very exciting. All right, the King of the Hill A-tier was out in Alaska, and Paige Pierce was at that one. She took first, Rebecca Cox took second, and Amy Lewis took third. The St. Louis Open, I should know the results for you on this because it's not that far away. However, for some bizarre reason on the PDGA website, everyone's scores are updated except for FPO. I don't know why, but I know Missy Gannon was winning and Cynthia Ricciotti was in second. And once I find out how that all shook out, I will post that on Facebook. The CCR in Michigan happened also this weekend, and that was exciting because we were able to follow that one along on UDISC as well as the Toonie. And Jessica Weiss, shout out to Jessica Weiss. She tore it up, finishing 11 under for the tournament and playing, uh, especially those last couple rounds, I think it was like 990s, 980s, just really tore it up. So congrats to, to Jessica Weiss. I, this is her uh, second A-tier win this season I believe because she also won the Utah Open and Sarah Hokum came in second and Vanessa Van Dyken came in third up in Iowa the Titan Open Ellen Widboom just went and crushed it as per the usual this year because she is doing fantastic I'm excited to see her kind of hook up here with the tour for a few stops coming up soon uh, but she scored five under for the tournament and played well over her rating to take the win Lisa Fakus came in second place with uh, two under. She also played over her rating in all three rounds. And shout out to Sarah Gilpin, who came in third. Um, I hope you got to watch the Ledgestone coverage. If you haven't yet, go check it out. Uh, you'll get to see Sarah play. Sarah won our uh, Diva Spring FIVA tournament here back in May. And excited to see her on some more coverage and just out there because she's fantastic. So congratulations to all the winners there. And then this weekend, and uh, yesterday was the Wisco Disco up in Wisconsin. You may remember when we had Jenny San Filippo on the podcast. She was talking about this tournament because she is the tournament director. And it looks like a fun time was had by all. FPO was won by Christy Moore. FP40, Aaron Oakley. FP50, Jill Pickett. FA1 was won by Jenna Trenton. And shout out to Jenna. She uh, co-owns Nailed It Disc Golf with her husband, and we should get her on the podcast. Uh, FA40 was run by Kimberly Muller, FP50, Becky Aschenbach, FA60, Kim McVicker. In FA70, Nancy Wright takes home another win this season. FA2, Lindsay Miller. FA3, Nora Bellotti. And FA4, Kelsey Halverson. Congratulations to all the participants at the Wisco Disco this year and everyone who competed this weekend. I hope you had fun and stayed nice and cool because at least here in the Midwest, we have found summer and it is quite warm. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, my interview with Alex Chavez. Ladies First Disc Golf is the most comprehensive retailer for women's disc golf needs. With over 50 five-star reviews on Google and Facebook, listen to what their customers have to say. Carla C. says this is the place to shop when wanting to get something special for the disc golfing ladies you know. The superior customer service, ability to quickly make custom orders, product knowledge, and utter kindness shown to all makes this a standout company. If you are looking for stylish and comfortable disc golf apparel and discs for women disc golfers of all skill levels, Ladies First Disc Golf has your needs covered. 
for Ladies of the Chains listeners, we're offering an exclusive 20% off discount on your next order of $19 or more. Visit ladiesfirstdiscgolf.com and use code LOTC20 at checkout. Alex Chavez, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for taking some time to talk with me. Hello, Becca. Thank you for inviting me to your podcast. It really is an honor to be on here. Awesome. So give us your disc golf background. How did you come to this sport? Right. So my PDGA number is uh, 68321. I began playing disc golf about four years ago. It was introduced to me disguised as just a fun hike through the Redwood Forest (laughs) behind our campus by my partner, Diego Alvarado. And I fell in love with the sport as a super fun way to be outdoors. Not necessarily competitive, but I loved being in nature, so it worked out really well. Awesome. So it sounds like it was kind of the outdoor aspect of it that drew you in. Have you? Um, did you play any other sports growing up? Was there anything else that drew you no, particularly to golf? I was definitely golf? far from athletic. Right on. Right <laughs> I took on. the required PE classes, and that was pretty much it. <laughs> awesome. So, um, was that in Hawaii where you first got introduced to the sport or was that in, uh, Oregon? It was in California, actually. Okay. Northern, yeah. Northern California, Humboldt State is where I went to college. Oh, awesome. So we were right next to the Redwood Forest yes. and I learned to play at the Redwood Curtain disc golf course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said Redwoods. I should have known California, but my, uh, <laughs> my West Coast. That happens. There's a lot of places, you know, in the right? world. <laughs> yeah. My West Coast geography, I feel like is somewhat better than my East Coast, but still I haven't been out there in a long time, which is a super yeah. bummer. So, yeah. um, so after California, at some point you ended up in Oregon. Was Hawaii in between there or was it Oregon first? Hawaii was in between there, okay. but I came over to Hawaii to work, so there was really no disc golf related okay. things going on then. Mm-hmm. Okay. So can you talk a little bit about your time in Oregon? Obviously, there's a crazy amazing disc golf community there, and, and what happened for you in Oregon? Such a large community in Oregon. Yeah, absolutely. Oregon was really an opportunity for me and my partner gave me to kind of try to figure out what I wanted to do mm. with my life and just moving forward. And I really was in love with disc golf. The community was great in Oregon and I knew I wanted to make an impact, but I just didn't know how. Um, So I began self-teaching myself um, from YouTube videos and the internet. I mean, it's amazing. Everything's out there for free. (laughs) So yeah, I began to learn how to do video production and I had already some graphic design skills. So I, I worked on those and but Empowered Disc Golf didn't really come about until UC's challenge mm. uh, last year with coming up with an idea on how to pr- improve women's disc golf. Yeah, yeah Alti World had also just pin, uh, published an article mm-hmm. about the scarce FBO media coverage, mm-hmm. leaving women behind. And I thought, wow, what a great opportunity. You know, this is that jump start. But I wasn't really ready for it so all I thought was wow I wish I was ready for that Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, luckily my partner believed in me more than I did in myself so he encouraged me to submit my idea to the challenge and you know I at minimum if nothing came of it then at least I knew I tried of course I didn't win the challenge but it did light up something in me Mm -hmm. I believed in the mission of empowered disc golf 
which is, you know, supporting women and recreating what it is they can do, what it is they can be, what it is they can accomplish within the sport of disc golf. And I was like, well, if I can't <laughs> motivate myself to accomplish this and mm. be a, you know, female-led sports media company, then I'm, I don't really believe in it. So I mean, it was the, the challenge that really pushed me mm. forward into into move, just moving forward with the, the company as a, a whole. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so awesome. I want to give a quite quick shout out to Addie Maxwell who wrote you know that ulti-world article and I know she caught a lot of flack for it it was kind of controversial looking back on it now it seems kind of weird that it was controversial right because like the, yeah the amount of I actually no go ahead oh no go ahead <laughs> so I actually have a quote from her because mm. it it meant a lot I believe you know one of the ways to grow women's participation in disc golf is through media content yeah and there's a quote from Addie that says let's be a modern sport one that understands that women and girls are watching and playing mm-hmm. too and they want to and deserve to see themselves represented on the screen mm-hmm. and so think, that's what really yeah pushed forward for me and I think that's just so fantastic because I think the scary thing about putting ourselves out there right is that you know, the disc golf community can be just wonderful and loving and fantastic. And it can also be highly opinionated <laughs> and also sometimes maybe not, you know, as as supportive as we would like. And uh, I just feel like so much good came from Addie's article that she probably doesn't even realize, you know. Um, yes, absolutely. I agree with that. And I mean, with the whole statement, because when I first started with the challenge, I actually reached out to a couple other production crews mm. um, for advice, and none of them got back to me. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, how is this possible if right. everyone you know, keeps saying how much they want this? <laughs> right, right, for yeah. sure. So, and I just, that's the thing, like, it's as scary as it is to to put ourselves out there, there are opportunities um, and you just kind of have to go and grab it. You know, like the disc golf world right. is still a very small world. Um, and I'm Absolutely. Wor- I've been working on this article for like months and months. And at some point I'm going to finish it um, just about representation in the sport and kind of relating it to my experience as a female musician and like, any kind of representation spurs on more representation. That wasn't the best way of phrasing that, but you know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. When sometimes, you know, things just don't occur to you until you see them. I agree. And that's one of the, the missions of Empowered Disc Golf mm. is to create content where women can see, you know, other women doing exactly what it is they might want to do, mm. but don't, see it as possible yet yeah um so just providing uh, more content to show i mean sarah hookham was mentioning the other day on news and brews how there's 30 women you know traveling full-time on tour right now but we really only see those like top 10 Mm, so it just doesn't seem as possible but Mm. once you start to realize oh no there's there's a, a larger community that you can become a part of right uh it just seems more realistic yeah, 
awesome. So let's talk a little bit more about Empowered Disc Golf. I got off on a tangent a little bit there. Um, so yeah, talk about the things that you're doing, the stuff that you're uh, putting out there, kind of your hopes and dreams and all of that. Yeah, so after I did not get the the award for the UCS challenge, I realized what I needed to begin doing was building my portfolio first so that I could be taken seriously. And in Oregon, I met some amazing disc golf athletes who took a chance on me and let me produce their in the bag videos. Yeah. That's Crystal Weiss, Madison Tamino, Tamino, uh, Ruby Hall and Lucy Brooks. Check them out. They're on our YouTube channel. Um, and then from there, the Ladies League Women of Disc Golf or Die in Portland, Oregon, mm. kind of entered my life. And they are an inspiring group of women. And they really had a huge impact on me and my confidence in my work. They had me film their annual tournament, Fooling Around 2, and their annual pro clinic, which gave me the confidence I needed to attempt to film the national tour event that mm -hmm. was coming into town which was Beaver State Fling in 2018. Mm -hmm. uh, I was in contact with Steve Hill, who was super encouraging about me going out to film, and he even gave me a media pass and really didn't give me any limitations mm -hmm. on what I could do. Not that I really asked <laughs> if there was something I couldn't. <laughs> um, so I decided what I really wanted to do was give even a couple, you know, seconds of coverage to every single mm. uh, female disc golf athlete competing in the tournament. And, and so I created an introduction, a short lifestyle clip of every um, female mm -hmm. competing in the tournament. And I can very biasly say that it turned out great. Yeah. <laughs> no, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, it got a mention in the on the PDG radio, mm -hmm. and it made the ten things we loved in June article of Alti World, yeah. which was super exciting and reaffirming to me that I was moving in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and your uh, the graphics package that you did on uh, the Beaver State Fling like shot by shot coverage is still some of my favorite. It's so cool. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> There's like a I, lot of information. I so so fun. many lessons. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. It's so cool though. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. So now you're in Hawaii and yes. what a place to be. <laughs> I know. It's so great. Very different from Oregon. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. So talk about just gen the general state of disc golf in Hawaii. How many courses are there? Uh, what's disc golf like right now there? So right now on the Big Island, there are no public disc golf courses. Mm. We were re recently kicked off the Naninola ball golf course mm. um, because they wanted to focus more of their attention towards the golf players who were sure. actually paying sure. you know, larger amounts of money. But there is currently a private uh, course called Gardner Gardens, mm. which is really great. Everyone should check that out. Um, and other than that, there are select pockets of of disc golfers around the island to take portable baskets and play in local parks and things like that. But mm. it is slowly moving forward as a whole disc golf hasn't made a huge impact on the big island community mm. at large. So we're, we're working with the local disc golf communities that are in existence right now um, to build awareness of 
just the existence of the sport. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And are there courses on the other islands, like on Oahu? There or? are. Okay. There are definitely courses on the other islands to check out. I would recommend uh, going through Facebook mm-hmm. toward contacting the local clubs. They'll have more information, and they're usually pretty excited too yeah. to get other people <laughs> out and playing. <laughs> right on. That's great. So talk about your plans for disc golf in Hawaii, because you've got some very big, very exciting things going on. Yeah, so we are working on putting on right now free events just to bring awareness of the sport. We're doing doubles tournaments for the local communities, as well as um, clinics for the youth um, to just start picking up discs and learning what it's about and hopefully get excited in time for next May. Mm-hmm. where Empowered Disc Golf will be hosting the appropriately named Throw Like a Girl Disc Golf Tournament. Yeah. It'll be the <laughs> the first women's only event in Hawaii. Um, and we plan to ha- host that event during the Women's Global 2020. Mm-hmm. It's really exciting. And speaking of Throw Like a Girl, can you talk a little bit about your stickers? Absolutely. So I realized early on, that in order for Empowered to move forward, I would have to begin generating um, a brand Mm. that would, you know, serve a purpose. And I wanted it to be a brand that would help make a difference, which took a while to figure out how I wanted to go about that. And while surfing YouTube, as most of us do, (laughs) I came across an ad by Always, uh, called Like a Girl. Mm. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. So I saw that and I thought that's what I want to do. I want to change the stigma of what they're like a girl means. Mm. And I think I can make it happen with just this badass um, decal of a, this woman, you know, disc golf athlete, proud to throw like a girl. Yeah. And if we can just get that image out into the world I think it just would be really exciting and motivate other girls Mm -hmm. to feel empowered to throw like themselves yeah so let's say and there probably are some women listening to this that have maybe had an idea for a long time of of something that they want to do in disc golf rather you know whether that's being a tournament director or something kind of more outside of just purely playing like in media or organizing more money for uh, professional players or whatever the case may be, what advice would you give them and what would you say to a a woman who's maybe just thinking about it but hasn't taken action yet? I would say to go for it. It can be a slow process, but if you believe in it, Ultimately, the disc golf community is incredibly supportive. The women who I have encountered uh, have just always been incredibly motivating, inspiring, and helpful, however they can be. Even your podcast, Becca, is just, uh, you know, it, it's motivational. Even just being on here, mm-hmm. speaking with you, it encourages me to keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. And I listened to a couple of your other podcasts with the other women, and it's just so exciting hearing more content. Mm-hmm. And even if there is one uh, company that already exists, it doesn't mean there can't be mm-hmm. 27 others doing the exact same yep. thing. For example, there's currently 27 male production-led disc golf companies. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but they're all succeeding because there's just so much disc golf to go around. I mm. can't be everywhere. Right. I'm not on the mainland right now, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm a very big firm believer in the fact that there just needs to be more, <laughs> more mm-hmm. content. There can never be enough. So any way that you want to help, whether, you know, it's utilizing your skills, it's needed in disc golf. Women are needed in disc golf mm-hmm. for it to grow. That's so good. And and thank you. <laughs> and I just I think that's such a good point that, you know, as we support one another, it helps us all feel more like we can do it. Right. And right. I I know both of us have have received just so much report uh, support from the women's disc golf community. Um, and it's a again, it's a small world. So it's a good place that you can make a huge impact if you want to. Um, right. You know, to your earlier point, like no one really gave you or I permission to do what we're doing. Right. Like we just said, hey, <laughs> exactly. There's going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like there's an opportunity here. And I have these particular skills that that I can use for this thing that I really care about. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully that just, you know, continues to snowball because like even just getting out and playing at your local course, like I don't know how many times I've been playing and some guy will come up to me and be like, wow, I never see women out here. <laughs> like It's just, which is weird. Cause we have like, it a, makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. Like we have a pretty big female disc golf community here in Kansas city, but you know, still it's a smaller <laughs> percentage than the dudes. But I was just thinking about that this week that like, even just going out and playing at your local course with some of your female friends is representation, right? (laughs) Like, because a lot of people just doesn't even like maybe necessarily occur to them. And that's why, again, I think to your point, it's, it's just so important for us to get more women in media, more women on the board, want more women in local disc golf um, club boards because yeah Yeah. because there just kind of becomes this like even subconscious acceptance that this is just the way things are and it'll probably be Mm -hmm. guys etc etc but the more that we can see other women doing things the I think the more everything will continue to snowball yes I agree all right so where can people find you where can people find empowered disc golf People can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Empowered Disc Golf. And they can also visit our website, EmpoweredDiscGolf.com. Just officially went live yesterday under awesome. that. So I'm super excited. That's great. And uh, yeah, what do, you have, what do you have planned next? You mentioned I saw on Facebook you were doing some doubles events. Um, yeah, what's the, the next thing for you? Yeah, so this coming week we're going to start our youth clinics oh, here cool. in Hilo Kona. Yeah, and then we have our doubles tournament coming up on the 14th of July. So I'm going to be posting some videos on um, some DIY trophies. I got some free wine bottles <laughs> off of Craigslist. So we're going to try to transform those into some message in a bottle trophies for the <laughs> event and just go from there. Awesome. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for just everything that you're doing. I'm so excited to, to watch everything continue to grow for you and excited for that Women's Global event uh, and hopefully next year and just 
disc golf to grow in Hawaii. And I would also like to go back to Hawaii. I've only been there once, but yes, yes. everyone should start saving up money right? for an awesome disc golf vacation in oh Hawaii <laughs> next May. Yes. <laughs> disc golf and Hawaii. I don't know that it can get much better. <laughs> but, anyway, but yeah, thank you so much again right. for being on the podcast. Uh, any shout outs, yeah, anything, you, anything else you'd like our listeners to know? Um, you know, I just want to give a shout out to Zoe Andike and um, Crystal Reese in Oregon. They were all su- both super supportive of me. Um, and then the Eugene Disc Golf Club, they've continued to support me even while I've been in Hawaii mm-hmm. purchasing decals for their women's club. So just a huge shout out to the whole Oregon crew. Everyone there is just amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we'll keep in touch and keep an eye on Empower Disc Golf. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast. Thank you again to Alex for being on the show. Thank you, as always, to DZ Discs, where the disc you see is the disc you get. Use the code GUITAR at checkout, and if you are a new customer, you will get a discount. I hope you have just an absolutely fantastic upcoming week. Get out and play some disc golf, 4th of July. I know I'm going to have some time off just a little bit to go out and play, and I can't wait Be safe out there, and we'll catch you here next time on the Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast.